benefits from financial institutions. Of course, all of the banks uh, in question got paid in full with extremely, extremely generous interest rates. So it's hard to figure out who uh, the victim is here. Also, every one of those banks had highly competent uh, and uh, expensive law firms advising them. And by law, they would have had to conduct their own appraisal on any property against which Trump or his company uh, borrowed funds. Uh, this is the most egregious Manhattan, Mad Hatter version of justice I have ever seen. First, let's have the verdict, then we'll have the trial. Uh, it's also outrageous to say that Trump's attorneys were both sanctioned and fined because, the, well, the judge didn't like their defense argument. Uh, that is uh, abusive, to say the least. But the worst part of this uh, is a finding by the judge uh, that the property at Mar-Lago, uh, the palatial, uh, iconic uh, piece of art uh, on a very substantial spance of Palm Beach was only worth an estimated $18 million. This is an absurdity. Because the property has both frontage on the intercoastal waterway uh, and on the Atlantic Ocean, uh, the property, according to a uh, South Florida real estate appraiser uh, that I spoke to uh, today, Steve McWilliams, is probably closer in value to at least a half billion dollars. Uh, a simple search of the properties uh, around Mar-a-Lago who don't have beachfront access, who are on a much, much smaller plot of land, uh, they are worth more than the $18 million cited by the judge. Now, it is my understanding, and I'm not a lawyer, but that under New York state law, an interlocutory appeal uh, is possible. And I assume uh, that Trump's lawyers will appeal this flawed decision immediately. Uh, we still have the backwards idea that there is a finding prior to there being a trial. Really didn't think that could happen in America. So why did they rush this judgment? Well, in my opinion, uh, they did this to try to distract us from the stunning news coming out of the House Oversight Committees. Uh, we learned today uh, that members of the Biden family, including Hunter Biden, actually received wires from China in excess of $260,000, uh, and the address listed for the receipt of these wires was none other than Joe Biden's home in Delaware. Uh, that means that back during the debates and the campaign, when Joe Biden said no member of his family received a penny uh, from uh, China, well, he was lying. Now, it is extraordinary that Congressman Jerry Nadler, by the way, you can always tell when Nadler's lying, his lips are moving, uh, insists that there's no evidence whatsoever, none uh, of corruption by members of the Biden crime family. This, this is truly laughable. 
uh, a terrific piece by Greg Jarrett in Fox News, points out that documents produced by the House committee have shown over $10 million in foreign money from Ukraine, China, Romania, and elsewhere flowed into uh, more than 20 shell companies and LLCs created for the Biden's financial benefit. Uh, much of this money was surreptitiously shuffled around various accounts before it landed in the hands of nine members of the Biden family. Those companies have no apparent business purpose other than to serve as a receptacle for hiding and moving cash around in this influence peddling scheme. The incriminating evidence that I refer to comes from subpoenaed bank records, wire transfers, and electronic transactions contained in more than 170 activity, uh, suspicious activity reports called SARS that were flagged by the banks and sent to the criminal division of the U.S. Justice Department. The Biden administration refused to cough up those records until the committee recently forced their hand. Uh, now, uh, those who say there is no evidence no evidence whatsoever of corruption by the Biden family are embarrassed yet again. What we have in fact seen is evidence of extortion, bribery, racketeering, money laundering, uh, influence peddling, and illegal lobbying. Uh, in another bombshell story, uh, we learned today uh, that uh, Joe Biden's brother, Jimmy, um, was actually uh, in an FBI interview uh, reading from Just the News. Uh, Joe Biden's brother, James, told the FBI that the first family, including Hunter Biden, tried unsuccessfully to help a Chinese company buy U.S. energy assets and did so believing that the firm's leader was tied directly to communist Chinese president Xi Jinping. According to explosive new documents that were made public Wednesday by the House Ways and Means Committee on the eve of the first congressional impeachment inquiry hearings. So we now have uh, the actual under oath admission by James Biden, also known as Uncle Jimmy, uh, who told the FBI that an interview last year about efforts uh, by himself and Hunter Biden to help CEFC Energy Firm of China build a liquid natural gas facility, uh, pardon me, buy a liquid natural gas facility on Monkey Island off the coast of Louisiana, and that he met personally with the company's chairman, Yi Jianming, according to the FBI interview report that has been released by the committee. Uh, so the evidence grows deeper. That is why the judge in New York had to make this pronouncement. Uh, this is a question of a distraction. Uh, let me break a little news here. Uh, so yesterday at 2.16, my doorbell rang, uh, and I was served uh, with a subpoena from Hunter Biden's lawyers. Now, this is not the first time Hunter Biden's lawyers have threatened me back in March I got a letter from Abby Lowell, the $1,800 an hour Democrat hitman lawyer, 
uh, demanding that I apologize for comments I had made about Hunter Biden's laptop right here on the Stone Zone. I declined to issue such an apology. This is a fishing expedition. Let me be very clear. I never heard of Hunter Biden's laptop until I read about it in the coverage of the New York Post, uh, and I never learned more detail about it until I went to the website for MarcoPoloUSA.org. So this notion that I knew about or somehow played any role in the process of making this information public is categorically false. This subpoena uh, is an outrage. It seeks my communications uh, with many public figures with whom I've had no communication whatsoever regarding Hunter Biden's laptop. Everything I know is in the public domain. Uh, in fact, of course, Congressman Matt Gates has actually placed the contents of the entire laptop into the congressional record. Here to help me break this down is my longtime personal attorney, but also uh, a Delawarean uh, who is a shrewd and longtime observer of the Biden uh, crime family, uh, my good friend and attorney, Tyler Nixon. Roger, it's great to be with you. Well, this is a momentous day. This is another outrageous abuse uh, of our <laughs> judicial system. Uh, I might say, I must mention that among those whose correspondence regarding Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers seek from me is my communications with you. Uh, and since you are my attorney and have been for many years, um, that would be privileged. But even if it was not privileged, it would yield nothing to bolster this this fever dream, this 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 conspiracy theory that I think is being promulgated by this Hollywood screenwriter, lawyer, leftist uh, Kevin Morris, who somehow believes that the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop pass through your hands or mine, which is of course categorically false. Absolutely right. And uh, I, I would note that the Ways and Means Committee, uh, in their investigation into, I guess, the tax aspect of the uh, the Hunter Biden saga, um, his evasion of taxes, the uh, thwarting of the investigation, the thwarting of the charges against him for what are, I mean, you know, millions of dollars or at least well into the millions, I'm sure. I think if I heard an estimate, two million, something like that. So it's just like a, a you know, a little Valentine to the Biden family from the DOJ. Whereas you get screwed to the wall uh, 18 years after you settled this, uh, the tax matters you have, and they're never going to let it go. Um, you know, that, I mean, it's just just those your case next to his shows the total injustice and the total politicization, weaponization of these uh, of these powerful bureaus um, that are, I think whose time has passed. Um, these three three letter agencies need to start being uh, axed, starting with the FBI. IRS certainly would be great. CIA, I don't know that we'll ever see it, but uh, it's certainly a goal to shoot towards. And people people are seriously talking about it, I think. Um, but getting back to Kevin Morris, the Ways and Means Committee held a press conference today. Uh, and one of the prominent things that they were talking about was uh, Kevin Morris's payoff of Hunter Biden's uh, outstanding tax bill. And they're unclear because uh, at some point, I believe they said uh, prior to this, uh, you know, probably not not just a couple of three, four years ago, 
Hunter Biden said he had no idea who Kevin Morris is. So I think they're curious as to why this man would step up with millions of dollars. Just, you know, I mean, what, out of the goodness of his heart? Um, I, I find that I find that difficult to believe, especially from some Hollywood lunatic cutthroat. Um, you know, that, that uh, you know, there's one thing chasing clout when you're talking about just paying, you know, risking putting yourself out on the line. They're putting millions of dollars in to pay off tax taxes for uh, someone. It's yeah, whatever the case, there's no rational explanation for it. Um, and he's been met. He's increasingly being mentioned as part of this web, this uh, cr criminal web of uh, kickbacks and influence peddling and God knows what else goes on. I mean, the degeneracy is uh, is t total spectrum degeneracy um, with the these people. Um, nothing like the people I remember growing up with. I mean, they were political animals, you know, very uh, self-serving, self-aggrandizing. But this is just I mean, these people are just off the walls criminals at this point, treasonous criminals of the, the worst sort, frankly. I mean, the way they, uh, you know, dragging you into it, for example. Um, and as you mentioned, the fact that Kevin Ablo's name is in there as well, uh, or it's Kevin, is it Ab Kevin Ablo? That's his name? Keith Ablo. Keith Ablo, I'm sorry. Yeah, the fact that his name is in, included in this laundry list of people, which I was shocked at when I read it. I couldn't believe, I, I, I mean, how could this pass muster with any legitimate judge anywhere or any uh trier or fact or any attorney frankly i mean that's just they threw they threw in uh i guess what's the is miles quack is his name or i think he goes yeah. by a different name yes. um who else did i mention well i think i listed to you i couldn't believe it was um oh gosh uh patrick something you have the obvious ones uh for example rudy giuliani uh now right. hunter biden uh filed suit in california uh, obviously jurisdiction shopping, and filed suit today against Rudy Giuliani and his lawyer, Robert Costello, uh, accusing them of hacking Hunter Biden's laptop uh, and by tampering with the contents. Uh, I think we understand the narrative here is put forward by uh, John Paul McIsaac. He has uh, been on this show, uh, I think, more than once. Uh, he's made it very clear that Hunter Biden himself brought the laptop to his repair shop, left it in his care for repair. He performed the required service. He contacted Hunter Biden multiple times. Hunter Biden failed to retrieve his laptop. Uh, when McIsaac uh, became concerned about the contents of the laptop, uh, he sent it to the FBI. Only after the FBI took no action for a prolonged period of time, I think it was almost two years, does McIsaac say, this is all based on published reports, by the way, not firsthand knowledge on my part, that he gave the information to former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani spent some time authenticating what he'd been given and gave it to the New York Post. Where's the hacking? There is no hacking. Well, where, where is, where's the tampering? There is no tampering. This is, this is lawfare. It's absurd. Well, Roger, you know, it's funny, Roger, because I remember when you were being persecuted uh, as the sort of the um, the premier target, as on as Mueller was shutting down his operation, of course they indicted you right as he was closing his doors, just as kind of an fu um, uh, on the basis of total garbage, obviously. But you had said all along, you know, what they're doing to me is not just to me alone. It's you know they're they're setting up this whole paradigm, this whole entire uh, template of you know prosecuting and persecuting their opponents. And if you look at it, it's exactly the same basic fact elements. In the case of the Russian collusion hoax, what happened? 
someone inside, you know, I mean, this is uh, this is obviously not my opinion. This is Bill Binney, uh, former NSA, uh, you know, uh, section chief. Uh, that it was an inside job, the release of all the DNC emails that, that created such a stir and revealed such dirt about the Democrats. So what did the Democrats do? Rather than, you know, just deal with it as it is, just let it, no, 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 they had to, they had to use it to their advantage and turn it into, it was hacking. Not only was it hacking, it was the Russians hacking it. And the Russians were in collusion with Donald Trump. I mean, it's just, you know, lie upon lie upon lie. In this case, what happened? Hunter Biden dumps his laptop off drunk, forgets about it. So, you know, it's a different circuitous route, but it's essentially the same thing. The FBI refused to, to take proper custody of it, which is the same case. I mean, they remember, if you recall, were not given access to the DNC servers or they were not turned over. They had to bring in CrowdStrike, you know, another uh, sort of ringer to, uh, to, to put in the fix on that, that front. But in this case, uh, the FBI refused to touch it. And what did they say about it? It's Russian disinformation. It's a Russian hoax. You know, it's it's Russian collusion, right? And finally, uh, you know, the, the dam breaks, and they realize that uh, they can't deny it anymore. Now suddenly they're suing everybody. I mean, they want their cake and eat it too. They wanted to call it Russian disinformation and distance themselves from it. What was convenient for them politically. Now two, three, two and a half, three years later, suddenly it's Biden, Joe, uh, Hunter Biden's digital privacy rights have been violated. And this is such a hoot, in my opinion, coming from people from the same ilk. I mean, you know, these attorneys, Abby Lowell, he's been representing the very people. And frankly, the Bidens themselves, Joe Biden, who put in the Patriot Act, who set up the systems and the mechanisms and the legal processes. Well, not even really that, but have you know established the national security police surveillance state that spies on every American as the ability to you know, intrude into every little aspect of your, quote, digital life where we have no digital privacy. If some chair moistener in the bowels of the CIA or the NSA decides they want to, uh, you know, probe into your emails or listen to your phone calls, just a flip of a switch is all it takes. And we know there have been rampant abuses on tens, if not hundreds of thousands of Americans. Uh, you know, we saw this sim similarly with uh, at the DOJ level, the FISA court, the lies, the, the manipulation involved. These people's hands are so dirty. Uh, I mean, the idea of clean hands is not even it's 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 a joke. And the fact that they're trying to sue, I mean, this is their last gasp here. They have no other resort whatsoever. They know that they can't go to the law because and I mean, if there was truly hacking, what, wouldn't you think the FBI would be arresting people? Wouldn't you think that there'd be uh, you know per prosecutions going on, people being led away in cuffs like Garrett Ziegler, your, whoever, uh, you know, they certainly they know they're so it's not only so little evidence, but it's such a brazen lie to say that they were hacked when they know it was just Hunter Biden's pure negligence, um, pure, just lackadaisical attitude about things. And I think, I don't even know if it was negligence. I really think that uh, he didn't want his father to run for good reason, as I understand it, that, you know, he resisted that. He knew that this would blow up in their faces. But, you know, Joe is the ultimate ego, ego, egotistical, narcissistic megalomaniac, and he had to be president. He always had to be number one. He always had to, even if he's a senile, demented, bumbling idiot, he still has to be the top dog. And, you know, the family was in on it. They knew that this was their only way in uh, protecting, I think, the larger crime scheme going on. I think if he had just ridden off into the sunset as the next vice president, none of this would be happening. Hunter Biden would not be under indictment for anything. Uh, which is kind of sad because he still did the they still did the crimes when he was vice president of selling his office and selling our country down the river, 
But none of this would have happened. And, you know, who's to say subconsciously he didn't want that stuff to come out? He didn't want to torpedo his dad's campaign so that he wouldn't face that that uh, music ultimately, because if he lost the election, no one would care about Hunter Biden's laptop. As you know, 51 uh, current and former intelligence officers came forward to co-sign a letter circulated by our current Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, to lie uh, and say that uh, the Hunter Biden laptop material had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. That has, of course, been completely and totally uh, uh, debunked. Yet two of the people who signed uh, that uh, election interference letter, John Brennan, uh, and General James Clapper, you remember him. He's the guy who testified under oath to Congress saying that the, the government had no metadata tag collection system in place stealing the data of American citizens. That was completely disproved. Of course, he wasn't prosecuted for lying under oath to Congress about a material matter. Now I believe he's teaching ethics at Vermont College. <laughs> Uh, and he's uh, got a high-paying gig telling lies for CNN. Uh, Good God. You, you can't make no, it up. No, you really can't make it up. You raised the question of Garrett Ziegler, uh, former Trump administration White House aide, uh, one of the brightest young men I know. Uh, he is the head of a, an important nonprofit called Marco Polo USA. Uh, as I said earlier, they have published the complete uh, contents of Hunter Biden's laptops. Uh, they have tampered with nothing. They have uh, annotated it to make it more understandable. Uh, now Garrett Ziegler himself is being sued uh, by Hunter Biden's lawyers. Again, a lawsuit that I think is entirely without merit. I know of no evidence, certainly not in my case, nor do I believe in his, that we played any role whatsoever in the basic information becoming public, uh, which, of course, is the assertion here that you conspired with others. There's no conspiracy. As you pointed out, Hunter got drunk and he left it at a repair shop. Uh, it, it is uh, it, it is really disconcerting. Folks uh, who want to get the laptop material, which is in the public domain, can go to marcopolousa.org. You can get your very own copy of this extremely impressive report. You don't have to worry about the pornographic pictures, folks. They have been blurred, so you can leave this around the house where kids might see it. Uh, but it is an extraordinary uh, piece of work. So I'm going to say that again. Go to MarcoPoloUSA.org for several reasons. One, you could download the entire report on your computer. You can order a copy of the report to be sent to you. Uh, but more importantly, you can send them a contribution because Hunter Biden's $1,800 an hour lawyers, including the notorious Abby Lowell, uh, are suing Garrett Ziegler and the Marco Polo found, uh, nonprofit group in a baseless, meritless lawsuit in an effort to silence them. They will not be successful. Uh, but but lawsuits are expensive, folks. So I urge you to go to MarcoPoloUSA.org. Uh, get your own copy of the laptop if you wish, uh, but make a generous contribution to their war fund. They are very good people. Um, I, I'm proud to call Garrett Ziegler a friend. Introduced to me by Tyler Nixon. 
Well, I would say this, Roger, you know, about uh, Garrett. You know, if one tenth of the attorneys in the DOJ had the integrity, the the scrupulousness, um, and just the thoroughgoing uh, sense of fairness and balance and honesty that Garrett Ziegler does, we would have no corruption in the government, and there would be no corrupt, crooked officials or attorneys because the law would be enforced evenly, properly, and against anyone who violates it, particularly uh, officials who are entrusted with. And within the DOJ itself, uh, and, you know, entrusted to uh, execute the laws and to to uh, do justice for people. And, you know, what we see is the exact opposite. And God willing, that President Trump returns to the Oval Office after 2024. I should sincerely hope that he doesn't make the mistake he made in his first term, which is not having you in there uh, in his ear, advising him, watching, you know, watching his back because you predicted all of this, Roger. I mean, again. Exactly what's happening to him is what happened to you. They took this, you know, this uh, this breach of their data, turned it into a first a Russian disinformation thing. And then rather than have the contents become the issue and all the crimes and uh, misdeeds revealed in it, they, they chose to persecute the people who dared even discuss it and bring it out. In your case, obviously, uh, you know, you were you were hot on the heels of the entire um, Russian collusion hoax, but also the underlying hacking. And in this case, we see. President Trump now that, you know, that he's not president targeted in order to distract and to attempt to draw some sort of phony equivalency between, uh, you know, the, the invented offenses uh, brought against him by these ridiculous ambulance chasing pond scum in these various jurisdictions uh, and the epic, uh, massive uh, crime uh, syndicate that is the Biden family and the extended. And let's face it, it's not just Joe Biden. I mean, you know, Obama's behind him. Obama, who's curiously silent on all this stuff, of course, because he knows he's the one who empowered Joe Biden. Joe Biden didn't go to Ukraine and threaten to have the prosecutor fired as a rogue. He knew what he was doing, and he said, "Call him." You know, and I, I, you know that may have been a bluff, but I'm sure that if he they did call, Obama wasn't going to throw his boy under the bus. That's for sure. And you know, we see that uh, Biden has. It's like you know, everything old is new again. Kamala Harris, she's very similarly to Joe Biden, sort of a an idiot, frankly, but also one that's pliable and will likely go along with anything that goes on. And I think that's exactly why he chose Joe Biden. They talk about his being a senior statesman and, oh, he's in the Senate. He knows. No, they knew that he wasn't going to be a threat to Obama, number one. But number two, that he would go along with all the corruption and all the uh, just the, all the hijinks because he's just as dirty, if not the dirtiest of the senators and certainly the most uh, power thirsty grasping and, you know, sort of uh, has one of these inferiority complexes and with good reason, because he is inferior in every way, uh, always has been. And, you know, this this country is going to spit him out of the bottom of our system. Ultimately, they may hang on all his parasites and all the the trash that have grown up around uh, you know consecutive terms of the Bushes, Clintons, Obamas, now Biden. But this this country is this this reckoning is going to happen. I mean, when you have Donald Trump under indictment in four separate jurisdictions and he's 10, at least 10 points above Biden in the polls, they have to be browning their shorts, let's just say, to say it mildly, uh, in, in the, uh, you know, the leftist fascist uh, uh, propaganda quarters. Apoplectic. Here, here's the problem with lawfare. When you get a subpoena like this, you have a legal obligation to respond. That means I have to go retain Delaware counsel. Uh, and I will be guided by the advice of Delaware Council. This is a baseless, meritless harassment subpoena. 
uh, I don't believe I have any information uh, with which I could uh, fulfill the subpoena. But here's the real irony. The return date was the day before the document was served on me. That shows you uh, that this is a total fugazi. Uh, yeah. It means I still have to go out and raise the money to defend myself. People who, are, who want to help can go to stonedefensefund.com, stonedefensefund.com. I think we have that graphic there somewhere. But it, uh, it, I'd like to be out of the business of having to raise money for my own legal defense, uh, but I really have no choice. So if you want to help me shoot back uh, legally, of course, uh, against Hunter Biden's abusive tactics, go to stonedefensefund.com uh, and please send a contribution. Hunter, uh, uh, pardon me, uh, Tyler, let me ask you a few questions. You uh, grew up in Delaware. You knew both Bo and Hunter Boy Biden uh, as a boy, uh, and you certainly are a long-term uh, observer of Joe Biden. Do you remember Joe Biden being raised in the synagogues of Delaware? <laughs> Oh, well, considering I went to church with him every Sunday, no, I, I don't seem to recall that. Uh, there's so many things that, uh, you know, his desegregating the charcoal pit and his civil rights crusade, which he, by the way, just totally admitted were total lies when he withdrew no, from no, the presidential campaign. He, he says he was arrested in a civil rights demonstration, yet <laughs> in his biography, he says he never demonstrated. This is the same man, of course. No, his whole life is, is everything he's ever said about himself is a fabrication. I mean, for those who haven't seen it, he was campaigning in New Hampshire in 1987. And of course, being the arrogant blowhard uh, and thin skinned, um, uh, just egomaniac that he is. And apparently a reporter back when we had actual reporters and journalists challenged him or, or on his uh, his academic record. And. First thing he says, you know, I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do. And then just proceeds to just completely make up an academic record about himself that is, is just like, I mean, the man, to be able to just invent this from whole cloth and boldly say it in front of a crowd of people, not even just like, you know, shading or uh, slightly embellishing, making it up out of thin air, like he was in the top third of his law school class and he graduated with three degrees and, you know, 200 credits, whatever it was. And it's just, I mean, and then goes on in that campaign to adopt the life story of Neil Kinnock, you know, with his 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 uh, ancestors in the coal mines of Pennsylvania that come up and play football, right, literally, almost word for word from British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, similarly, uh, took word for word Bobby Kennedy's speeches and gave them and without attribution to massive Democratic audiences, too. I mean, this man is a is a complete grifter, a fraud, a crook. Um, there's no two ways about it. And everything you can't believe anything he says. I can't even believe like they try to act as though there's some baseline of Biden truth. There isn't. Everything he's his whole life's a lie, and it always has been. And he knows it deep down, which is why he's always been. Do you, Tyler, do you recall him teaching law as a law professor in Philadelphia? Uh, no, he did. I believe he was an adjunct professor at Widener. Uh, university uh, School of Law, in which is in Wilmington, for like constitutional law for one course, but he did not teach for five years as anything at Penn. Uh, you know, he, he can't even get the facts straight on his lies. Well, he was raised in the Puerto Rican community of Delaware, <laughs> except for in 1970, he was elected to the Senate. There were fewer than 2,000 Puerto Rican residents uh, of the state. Uh, look, nothing this guy uh, says is true. 
But look, you knew you knew Bo Biden. This is the one I find most egregious. When he was with Gold Star Families about two weeks ago, he says he and his wife remember so distinctly uh, seeing Bo Biden's flag-draped coffin come back uh, from the conflict uh, in Iraq. Am I am I incorrect that Bo Biden, the former Attorney General of the state of Delaware, died of brain cancer? Uh, and not in any military-related action? Uh, he, yeah, he died of brain cancer, uh, glioblastoma. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but, I mean, there's no, there's no definitive proof that it occurred because of the burn pits um, that he probably encountered. I mean, as I understand it, um, and Roger, if you could just, uh, I, I have to plug in this laptop and I could grab the, uh, otherwise I'm going to lose this here. So just give me one minute. All right, continue. We will... We'll, we'll take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, uh, the folks at MyPillow.com. So this breakdown on the latest crimes of the Biden crime family as being exposed by House Republicans uh, and the breaking news that I am yet again being harassed uh, by uh, these bullies in a, another witch hunt, uh, a subpoena that ultimately, I assure you, my friends, will lead to sanctions and other formal complaints about the egregious ambulance chasers who are wasting my time and the court's time. Uh, but you see, I'm clickbait at this point. So you have douchebags at the Mother Jones, for example, using this as clickbait to get people to read their drivel. Um, I obviously will do everything required to me under the law, but this idea that I knew somehow prior to the publication of the New York Post of the existence of Hunter Biden's laptop or that I conspired with others to get it printed. Uh, this lunatic Kevin Morris has these convoluted Rube Goldberg type charts that show Tyler Nixon and myself and uh, uh, and uh, Keith Abloh, who's a psychiatrist uh, that I know. This is mental illness. Uh, these are crazed conspiracy theories. Uh, these are fevered dreams of leftists who seek to uh, avoid responsibilities for Hunter Biden's own actions. They are completely and totally without merit. Uh, so uh, I do need your help because a new Delaware lawyer has to be sent a retainer up front. Uh, you can help me right now either by going to stonedefensefund.com, stonedefensefund.com, where frankly the coffers are somewhat empty because uh, my wife and I are still facing 11 baseless, meritless harassment civil suits filed by leftists, lunatics, crackpots, liberals, Democrats. Oh, pardon me, I'm being redundant. Uh, but So I do need your help either at the Stone Defense Fund Dot com, or uh, you could go over to see my friends at MyPillow.com. Now, when you go to MyPillow.com, we ask you to use promo code STONE, promo code STONE. If you saw Mike Lindell's really entertaining deposition uh, that was viral several days ago, uh, Mike Lindell is being sued by one of the voting machine uh, manufacturing and operating companies. He refuses to settle, uh, knowing Mike Lindell, who is a fighter, who is a warrior. 
despite the fact he's one of the finest gentlemen I've ever met, uh, he was accused by some smart-ass liberal lawyer of selling lumpy pillows. Uh, I can tell you folks, there's nothing lumpy about the superior pillows that are sold by the folks at mypillow.com. I want to bring your attention to their most exciting new product, which happens to be MyPillow 2.0. Now, what's different about this pillow is a patented cooling technology uh, that is woven into the thread of the pillow, which leaves the pillow cool to the touch throughout the entire night. It means that there's no constantly turning the pillow over to get the cool side. Uh, and uh, right now, normally, uh, with promo code STONE, one pillow uh, would have cost $89.98, and under that now expired offer, Mike Lindell would have thrown in a second pillow. But now uh, there's a special four-pack offer of my pillow 2.0. That's right. You can get four of these incredible revolutionary pillows uh, for the low, low price of $99.98. Uh, that's a savings over the original price of $259.92. After you sleep on your MyPillow 2.0, trust me, you're not going to want to sleep on any other pillow. I was skeptical until I got mine, but Mike Lindell is absolutely right. Temperature and height have everything to do with getting a great night's sleep. So uh, please uh, go to MyPillow.com. Check out the the incredible uh, MyPillow 2.0. Now, while you're there, there's a couple other products I have to recommend. Uh, everybody knows that Mrs. Stone and I are dog lovers. Uh, we love the uh, MyPillow dog beds. The dog beds, there's my babies, Mimi and Peewee. I want to thank all of those Stone Zone watchers who send us photographs of their their pets, their cats, their dogs, their Yorkies. We, we love that, I must tell you. Uh, there are mine, Mimi and Pee Wee, from the same litter, uh, luxuriating in their MyPillow dog bed. Uh, but if your dog is much larger than this, um, the dog beds come in three sizes, small, medium, and large. They're suitable also for cats. So uh, if you want to protect your floors, protect your carpets, and you want your pets to sleep in luxury uh, and comfort, Get your MyPillow dog bed. Uh, And yes, uh, the boys in the control room know what's coming next. If you're getting your dog bed, we urge you to go get your pet blanket. I like to turn down the temperature at night. Mrs. Stone and I like it cool for sleep. Uh, And sometimes uh, when the babies want to sleep on top of the covers, we cover them up with their MyPillow pet blankets. Uh, They also come in four sizes, small, medium, large, and a special size uh, for the car. Uh, And I highly recommend these. Uh, They are both luxurious and they keep your pets warm at night. Check out these uh, great products. All right, uh, do we have a Tyler Nixon back with us? There he is. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, uh, you know, I gotta say Mike Lindell, God bless him. He, he thought of everything, every member of the family, even the furry ones. Yeah, he's, he's a great man. And as you know, he's much harassed these days uh, oh, yeah. by lawfare, being sued uh, on an, yet another baseless uh, lawsuit. 
but folks who want to help Mike Lindell and help us here at the Stone Zone can go to MyPillow.com. So uh, I have to go into this because, uh, Tyler, you are not only a great lawyer, a great friend, a great lawyer, probably the single most knowledgeable person on earth about the foibles and corruption and veniality of the Biden family. The Bidens, by the way, who are famous in Delaware for stiffing little people, barbers, hairdressers, landscapers, paper boys, fencing people, uh, grocers. I mean, you see, they, they're royalty. They're, they think they're Kennedys. They're so far from being the Kennedys. Uh, they really are shanty Irish. Uh, and uh, Joe Biden is so crooked, he has to screw his hat on. It's really, yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I want to ask you about the Fox presidential debate, because uh, you yourself are a veteran of numerous presidential campaigns. Uh, you're one of the earliest people like me in the country to recognize that Donald Trump had both the size and the independence uh, and the spirit and the stamina to be not only a great presidential candidate, but also a truly great president. Uh, what do you think of this uh, debate later tonight, uh, sponsored by Fox News? Not very much, uh, to be to be honest. I don't watch Fox News anymore. When they when they booted our friend Tucker Carlson off, that was it for me. And uh, I've been a Newsmax devotee, uh, you know that, and obviously uh, Frank Speech, and you know the, so many good alternative outlets that I, I don't even pay attention. But I'm aware of the uh, debate. I watched the first round. Uh, you know, this is just a showcase. This is going to be uh, the ability for a, you know, a, a human dirigible like Chris Christie to get up there and spout his invective, his uh, his, you know, uh, bitter, uh, vengeful, for whatever reason, nonsense about uh, uh, about uh, President Trump and for people like Haley and others to spout the pro-Ukrainian neocon hammer that home uh, line. that's so dead frankly, other than just these uh, completely out of touch, globalist, elitist, fascist ilk that have, you know, been taken over, frankly, the State Department, the Defense Department, and are now run loose at the top echelons of our of our government, hopefully for not much longer. I mean, God help us. But that's what it's going to be. I mean, this is this is why they're doing it. They want to be able to keep those issues, I believe, you know, first of all, the Trump hate or the anti-Trump sentiment out there, which Christie Whatever, you know, he, he's, he's very clever in that way. I don't think I don't, you know, it's just the, <laughs> he's the most unpopular figure in the Republican Party, obviously, um, for good reason. And so, I, you know, I just think it's, it's the ability for them to pretend that there's some sort of alternative to Donald Trump. And there's other issues that people might care about that are not Trump related. When, look, let's face it, the Democrats, I mean, if, if they keep it, he's right. I mean, one more indictment, he'll, they'll assure his election. I mean, the more they do to this man. The more he, the higher he goes in the polls, to where he's now what? I mean, we're seeing double-digit polls, um, and these aren't these aren't you know padded polls. These are like Washington Post, which are already, as we know, weighted against Republicans. And you know, I think the sentiment's true. I think you you look out. I mean, I've talked to people. You know, I I'm definitely someone who has no problem going through ghetto areas and talking to. You know, I was in down, downtown Wilmington, worked. Unlike Joe Biden, actually worked with poor black people and represented them often for pro bono, uh, you know, f no fees, basically. Um, and of course, you know, f <laughs> the 
it, it, it sucks to, it sucks to not have, I guess, the resources that these people have with all their crookedness. Of course, I would never trade my soul as they have. Uh, and as you know, Roger, you're, you epitomize, frankly, that the, the uh, sacrifices that the, the losses that anybody who has stood up against these people have taken every person to a person from Alex Jones, general Flynn, you myself from 10 years ago or more, uh, being targeted by the, the Biden, uh, junta in Delaware, I've all suffered uh, financial, you know, uh, but you know what? The, our communities around us have lifted us up, other patriots. And we, you know, we we go on the fuel of knowing that we have the righteousness on our side and that we're trying to save this country, which is the, it's the only hope for the world. Um, so, you know, that I kind of got off track there a little bit. But, um, you know, uh, you mentioned Bo Biden. Um, you know, I, it just it shocked me because. When Joe Biden, I mean, he embellished the death of his wife and baby daughter, and he did so at the expense of an innocent truck driver. If you recall, he said repeatedly went on, ran around the country in order to gain sympathy to curry favor for himself. This wasn't just a, a slip up. It wasn't an attempt to make someone else feel better. No, it was to aggrandize himself that he said that the driver drank his lunch. That was the most despicable defamation that I can only imagine. I mean, and this poor man already felt bad enough as it was. And his family has said as much that he lived with it to his grave. The fact that Nelia Biden pulled out in front of him on Route 41, I believe it was, um, and, you know, as my mother, I remember she was telling us the story when we were little kids. She said, they said, smash to smithereens. That's exactly what happened because she just, he had no warning. He, and, and this man had to live with this his entire life. So, you know, fast forward. I mean, Joe Biden has no problem capitalizing on dead relatives or dead whoever, immediate relatives, and doing so in a way that is offensive to other people, if not disgusting, uh, horrifying, uh, just re revelation of what a just totally amoral degenerate this man is uh, the fact that he would bring up Bo biden as though he's a war hero who when he died in a hospital bed in philadelphia of brain cancer you know horrible as it was um you know to, to, to equate him to and and what i wanted to say was this i used to joke uh, Bo biden received his full attorney general's pay while he was in the military which is unheard of when people were forced into the military by the bush junta uh you know drafted essentially or ordered to active duty they didn't get their paychecks from their they, that was it. They, they might have been able to get their jobs back after two years if they're lucky, but they didn't get paid. But, oh, they made sure that Bo Biden made his hundred and forty five thousand dollars a year while he was still being also paid by the government. And let me tell you something. I used to joke that he was in more danger in the green or, or excuse me. He was in less danger in the green zone where he was uh, uh, cubbyholed in Iraq than he was on his on his lawn on Green Hill Avenue in Wilmington, frankly, where the, you know, the crime rate, we were for a while, the uh, murder capital of the United States per capita. And I lived down in the hood. I was trying to help, quote, gentrify, as they call it, uh, the downtown areas, the real distressed areas, while he lived up in Wawasset, uh, you know, in like a six or $800,000 house. And, um, but he never saw, he never, I mean, he might've been exposed to toxic air over there. But if you see pictures of, of Bo Biden in Iraq, you go through the record, you will never see a picture of him anywhere outside. He is always inside in his PT gear, in the rear with the gear, inside, indoors. They were never going to let him see any, you know, anything outside. So there's no way that he, I think he was exposed to even the slightest bit of danger any more than his father would be flying in to see him or, you know, Pat Leahy or these other folks who, you know, pay their tributes to Joe and, and uh, by visiting Bo in his, uh, his office as a jag in the, uh, you know, in the rear with the gear in the green zone. Just so people know, Hunter, uh, pardon me, uh, Tyler, you yourself served your country in uniform, correct? 
I did. I was in the Army Infantry. I served in the Gulf War era. We did combat operations in the, in southern Turkey, northern Iraq, and on the uh, Turkish-Iraqi um, uh, uh, Syrian border. And uh, was in the Berlin Brigade, the famous Berlin Brigade under Sidney Schachnow, a great man, a great general, and like Mark Milley, this disgusting. Ugh, I, I just I weep for my my sold the soldiers who were in today to have to live under this leadership. Quote leadership. I use the term very loosely. Yeah, it is. It is uh, really something. So according to a the uh, ABC News yesterday, the investigation into Joe Biden's handling uh, of uh, federal documents, of presidential documents, has now become sprawling with over 100 <laughs> interviews conducted. To me, this means that Barack Obama, the de facto head of the Democratic Party, has figured out that Joe and Dr. Jill uh, and Hunter and Brother Jimmy are dead weight. They are entirely and completely dispensable between Joe's inability to string together a coherent sentence, his tremendous tendency to fall down, uh, his saying the day he returned, the day after he returned from Ireland, he couldn't remember the last time he was out of the country. Uh, <laughs> it is very clear that he can't stand up to Donald Trump in a presidential debate, that he's not up to the rigors of a presidential campaign. Now you have the impact of his policies. Uh, we have the highest gasoline prices in recent memory. Uh, the cost of basic groceries has increased by 76%. We have a chronic inflation that is destroying the buying power of the dollar of the average working family. Uh, we have uh, a fentanyl crisis in America. We have a crime crisis in America. They are related, and they're both related to the wide open southern border policies uh, of this administration. Cities like New York and Chicago are bursting at the seams. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams of New York has uh, said we'll have to have an 8 or 9% across the board cut for police, for hospitals, for schools to accommodate uh, the illegal migrants. Uh, and now you add to it the stunning evidence, sorry, Jerry Nadler, you're busted, uh, of Hunter Biden's epic corruption, which involves his father uh, and his brother and other members of his family. I think that the Obamas have decided Joe Biden is dead weight. He is no longer able uh, to uh, stand as a candidate for election. In fact, he's no longer able to stand at all from the looks of you saw that they have rearranged the staircase for the presidential aircraft to make the, the stairs shorter and lower, and he still barely made it down the steps. Uh, it's not about age. It's about condition. It's That's not right. about age. Uh, it, it's, it's about cognizant uh, ability. Joe Biden is slipping, uh, and I think it is only a matter of time uh, before they give him the air. We have an upcoming debate which is most curious, California Governor Gavin Newsom will debate Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. That is a debate between a man who's trying to advertise his availability for president and a man who is desperately trying to breathe life into a moribund, uh, dying presidential campaign. Uh, nonetheless, I think as a freak show, uh, as a novelty, they'll probably get a pretty uh, decent uh, audience uh, but I, I, my guess is that Gavin Newsom will get more out of this politically uh, than Ron DeSantis. Uh, any thoughts on that before we wrap it up? Oh, God. Uh, you know, 
uh, just Gavin Newsom is so creepy and just this man has been uh, it's almost Biden-esque. He's a little sharper than Biden is obviously, um, but he has been pining to be president, pushing for that. I literally since he first was running for mayor, I knew I was like this, this slick, uh, slick back, blow dried just slick talking grifter in my opinion i said i'd know exactly who's he's one of three people now i guess you could say one was bill clinton the other was barack obama who i immediately when i first laid eyes on like this guy is a crook he is a lying uh bs artist from uh you know from six ways to sunday and newsom is exactly that which is why of course he would be you know the leading candidate i'm sure to be the nominee should anything happen to joe biden and uh you know i don't know this this talk of michelle obama you know, everybody talks about it, but except her. And I don't know. They've, you know, they've got, they're pretty wealthy. They're pretty connected. Do they really need it? The, you know, I mean, they apparently have plenty of strings to the puppet in office now. So I guess they think to themselves, why would we go through this? Why would we put ourselves out there? They don't need to. I don't think they they have the criminal brazenness that the Bidens or Clintons necessarily did. So I think they're protected. I, I, I think, think it's. I think they're addicted to celebrity. I also think that they realize that. Uh, if they don't step in, um, it is a certainty that Donald Trump will defeat, defeat Joe Biden. And that then they risk having any influence at all uh, yeah. in their their dash towards world globalism uh, could be stopped uh, immediately. Uh, I think you're right. I, I think just real quick, I would say I don't think I don't think they want more, but they will not take less. And they know that if they don't get in there, less will be their their result. Very, very well put. All right, we have to wrap it up. Let me thank my good friend and personal attorney, uh, Tyler Nixon, for his incisive insights into the Biden crime family. Uh, and uh, I, I was uh, not very happy to get this uh, subpoena yesterday, but I will act accordingly. And those who sent it uh, will legally regret sending it at the end of the day. Uh, this is the Stone Zone. I'm Roger Stone. A special thanks to Tyler Nixon. Until tomorrow, God bless you and Godspeed. You guys hear me? Can Roger hear me? I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Foles, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good.
Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented fill and combine it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented MyPillow to bring you the best pillow in history, MyPillow 2.0. Just like all of you, I never imagined that MyPillow could get any better. That's why I haven't changed it in nearly 20 years. Then I heard about a revolutionary new technology and I knew I had to bring it to you all. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The MyPillow 2.0 is cooler and softer than the last MyPillow. It is so comfortable to sleep on at night. I look forward to going to bed and I wake up well rested in the morning. Sleep is all about temperature and height. MyPillow 2.0's patented adjustable fill is gonna give you the exact individual support you need from your head to your bed. And now here's where it gets even better. We've all experienced those temperature-related sleep interruptions where you get too hot, you toss and turn, you flip your pillow over to the cool side. Well, all that's gone with my brand new MyPillow 2.0 cooling fabric that's made with temperature-regulating thread. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com.